Hot Takes Your Toast brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen with 30 years of serving Utah. The Jazz lose a thriller, but isn't that the kind of effort you can live with? Steve hops on board the Quest of the Morning and says, sure is. Nice to see some heart and effort. Too bad it's such a rarity. It really, that, that fourth quarter, was that the best quarter they played since, uh, it was the best quarter of the week. It's the best quarter they played since even the first trade. Because there was one game last week, part of this streak, that was sandwiched in between the two trades. It's the best basketball we've seen in a while. Yeah. I don't think there's any question about that. And then when you add Otto Porter in the mix, I'm telling you, man. We're going to ignore that. Jaden, the effort was better, but consistent effort would be nice. Awesome fourth quarter, though. Uh, the people who watched the entire game saw some brutality. Ned, the fourth quarter effort, yes, but quarters two and three were unwatchable. Uh, I mean, I, I did watch them, but it was painful. Mm, yeah, I think you're going to have to live with some downtimes, though. You're, this is the, you want consistency? I don't think you're going to get it. They're going to need more talent. Their margin of uh, their margin is so small, very thin. Right. Yeah, and it's not a knock. It's just a reality. I think. Brian, fourth quarter was good. Not sure what they were doing there in the second and third quarter. I was at the game. Man, I can see them Warrior fans almost as bad as Laker fans. They started doing Warrior chants. The best part of the night was Curry missing two free throws in the last two minutes. That never happens. He was gassed. Didn't he look like he was just gassed on fumes? He's carried a huge load for that team. He's having a great season. And even that is just getting him to 10th in the West. I mean, the first quarter wasn't so bad uh, defensively, I mean, but they also scored 39 points, uh, 48 in a second. Uh, that's an astronomical number. Even when you score 32, usually if you score in the 30s in any individual quarter, that's a pretty good quarter offensively. But when you, the other team is scoring 48, I mean, you want to talk numbers that are astounding. That is, <laughs> nice. Uh, that is astounding right there. That's eye-popping, right? There's no doubt about that. Uh, but, uh, you know, they regrouped a little bit. They still were still scored 36, but the, the third quarter was the Clay Thompson quarter. I mean, I was watching Dunn. He's trying to, when you're when you're shooting from long distance and you're getting f- four or five screens and re-screens and everything, and he knew he had it going on. I actually was entertained by that. At this point, the Jazz aren't going anywhere, so winning a ball game, uh, is not going to determine anything. Now, I'm not saying you lose every game, but I'm talking about an individual game. Winning one game uh, is what I'm, I'm speaking specifically about. So from an entertainment factor, and I'm not the hardcore George Jazz fan, so it's easy to say for me, but I enjoyed Clay Thompson's return to glory party there in the third quarter. And then the fourth quarter was all sorts of exciting, man. It was one of these things where you couldn't turn on TV. Or I, I, was, I was flipping over to the Colorado-UC uh, Los Angeles game uh, just because, you know, I follow it. Uh, but in the fourth quarter, no. <laughs> I was locked in through the commercials. And it's like, get me back to action. That was a thrilling quarter. And this group needs something to build on, 
right, because they've lost a couple of guys. And that quarter, well, all right, let's go build on it. Don't oh, – I don't even know who you play first game out of the break. but Charlotte. Only, okay, well, go ahead and continue. Uh, I mean, I don't know that they're going to – Score 137, and, and Sexton and George are going to combine for 68. They're not. But, <laughs> you but know at that. the same time, marketing isn't going to go six for 23. True story. And I love the fact that he sucked shooting, but he still hit a couple of big threes. I mean, you got uh, George and, and Clay Thompson and those guys, they got it going on that night, right? All right, when you got it going on, you're putting the ball in the hoop. Good for you. But I like to see guys when it's not – going for him, still find the way to make a big bucket. And Markkinen made a couple. So that showed me something there. On a night he was horrendous, he still had the confidence and the ability to make a couple of buckets when it wasn't happening from him. And from distance, too. I think it's so. I mean, I'm looking for small signs. There's no doubt about it. And I, I found some. One of the small signs, and maybe it's a little bigger than a small sign, when they change the starting lineup and Keontae George goes in, Will Hardy says, and, and Yak has had it in the Jazz updates earlier this week, you know, it's Keontae's time. It, this is it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. everybody's got to figure this stuff out. And he was in a close fourth quarter. There was lots of adrenaline and electricity flowing in that arena. Some big plays were made. I'm sure he's looking at some of those possessions thinking, I got sped up and I made a bad play there. I mean, I think that happened without question. But until he goes through it, he, he, you can't know something until you go through it. And so now he's done it one time. And it's going to have to be repeated, and it's going to have to be repeated on bigger stages with more pressure. But I think games like that are the start of the process. And before the game, Will was asked a question about young players developing, and he took it. And where he went was the guys have to learn when you're playing. Um, I think Locke asked a question about, uh, you know, when stars go off, how hard is it for a team that doesn't have Kawhi Leonard and he gets it going and you don't have Anthony Davis and he gets it going to value the offensive possession. So even if this guy's going, it doesn't turn into a 10-0 run. You have to go down and have a good possession and score and at least offset them a little bit. And Will got into that's hard. Guys get sped up. The arena gets in their head, and they're thinking, i got to go make a play right now. Well, you got 24 seconds to make a play. So what is the right play? Where is the best matchup? When do you have the advantage? As opposed to, i got to go right now. And so they got so to go through that last night. And you can't know something unless you've gone through it? Yeah, I don't think he. I don't think Keontae George knows how to handle the electricity in the arena. And Steph Curry just scored. Now I got to go score. You got to go through that. So I can't know about the Civil War. Yes, you can know about the Civil War to a degree. But I think people who've gone through war know more about going through war than those of us who have not gone through war. You can certainly learn something about it. And that's a pretty extreme example. I'm talking about getting sped up by Steph Curry in the fourth quarter of an NBA <laughs> game, and you went to the Civil War. So thanks for that. But at the same time, if you've got veterans in your family, there's so many people who tell you, yeah, they never talked about it. Now, that doesn't mean that Yach hasn't read Stephen Ambrose books on World War II that you should read that we were talking about yesterday, because that does help you tell the story, but it's not the same as being in it. And you're talking really fast right now. Yeah, well, we're uh, up against it on the <laughs> clock. I got a lot to say in the last minute before Yach starts screaming at us to go to break. Okay, go ahead. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm backing off, man. You got something to say? Say it. I'll give you another example. The opening scene when Tom Hanks is storming the beach. Okay, we're never, we're not of the right generation. We didn't storm the beach, but 
Is that the movie ball? The movie Castaway? No, not that beach. Tom oh. Tom Hanks has been on multiple beaches. Wilson. <laughs> okay, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> the moment is gone. It's like in World War II and D-Day, and you guys end up with a volleyball in the South Pacific. <laughs> Although I thought Castaway then, was a good movie. And then he comes home and his wife's married. But what was she going to do? She thought he was dead. Exactly. And it was Helen Hunt, so you know it was a great movie. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Wilson. Goes into Tom's mental illness. I'm sorry. Wilson. 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 Oh, man. When we come back, Caitlin Clark, that's a record. How amazing is it? You're weighing in. We got that next. DJ and PK, 97.5 The Zone.